We're back taking care of business this week. Last week, we celebrated our 13 years in business. And I thought this week would be very fitting to talk all things expansion, Lewis. Expanding a business. And waistlines. And waistlines. <laughs> yeah. You know a little bit about that. But I'm so do you. I'm going to me about it. 13 years is tough to maintain a level of fatness so far. So waistlines and business have expanded in 13 years. Yeah, dramatically. <laughs> do, do, do you want to talk... Do you want to talk about our business and our waistline expanding? We'll start with the business first. Um, so what do you want to talk about? The expansion, how it's happened, what's happened with the Yeah, world? so look, 13 years, we started out with me and you. you know, we're going to start a business. <laughs> but, you know, we're 330 people now in the business. Yeah. Over the years, you know, we've had so many challenges. Why, when did we decide it was right to expand and when, at what point, going back from the start? Um, I think there's many stories about the expansion that, that really resonate with me. First of all, the business today to how it was uh, at the start. I mean, it is completely different. But more importantly, we are different people. Yeah. We are completely different people. Our personalities, how we work, our waistlines, yeah. hairlines. <laughs> I mean, we are completely different people. So if you go back to when we started the business, what was the goal for the, the, the goal really was to be the number one estate agent, wasn't it? Yeah. And it's very difficult when you're launching a business 13 years ago, say to someone when you're in this crappy little office to say, hey, we're going to be one company in Dubai and you get them to believe in, in what you're trying to achieve. But we had a goal and, uh, you know, we've been very aggressive for 13 years. You know, we've rolled out multiple divisions we'll talk about later, we've rolled out multiple roles. We've made people millionaires. This business has changed our lives forever um, and there's been massive expansion. It all started, remember, we only had a sales team to start with. Yeah. Do you, looking back, do you think in the 13 years in business, there were, there were like cycles where we just went all out? You know, if you yeah. look at maybe five, maybe five or six times over 13 years, we had a period where, you know, we opened three offices in the space of a year. Yeah. We opened two offices in the UK in the space of two years. Yeah, it wasn't done gradually. It was like, let's do it and let's, let's roll the dice. I think if you look at all the offices we took, the first office in our Wassel Road, yeah. we had two people, it was 5,000 square feet. Vision Tower, when we took this office, that was, let's call it 80 people, and we had 13,000 or 12,000 square feet. We always just said, okay, we're going to take that on, and we're going to fill it, and we're going to make our company bigger, and we're going to make the people in the business better at what we do. And we'll just believe that we can do it. There's no limits to what we've done. So you're right. We, if someone said to me, how, how does your expansion plan go? We don't have business plans mapped out year by year by year. We feel it, don't we, on a daily or weekly basis. We know if our company needs the growth. We know if it needs stability. Um, and when we go, we just go for it. Yeah. The, 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 to be honest with you, if anyone's watching has got a business, there is limited thinking. We've been literally opening offices and just going, yeah, I think we, we like that. And we'll book a viewing and just go and take it, won't we? Our dad is, is, to be fair, is safe to say, the biggest risk taker. Yeah. My husband over the years. I think we've got a little bit of that, a bit of that from him where, you know, one of the biggest risks I can look back over the 13 years in business was I was in the UK at the time looking, uh, visiting our UK offices. I had a call from Lewis. And Lewis said, I've seen an office in the Palm, I've seen an office in the Springs, I've seen an office in Jamiro Golf States. You've got to trust me. I know, what I'm, I know what I'm doing here. Will you back me? I said, yes. At the time, I was thinking, oh my God, it's a massive exposure. Yeah. But looking back now, it was, it was absolute genius move because it took us from... Lewis. <laughs> it took us from, you know, one office to getting uh, coverage all, all over Dubai. Yeah. But, you know, when we first started out in, in 2008... 
you, you, you rightly said we touched on only having a sales team, we expanded to lettings. Yeah. And then what, what came after that? Chicken and egg. <laughs> Um, there was once you start got the sales team we started thinking oh my god we need to get reoccurring money and went to lettings and do you know one of the most important roles we put in place at the time that we really didn't want to put in place when we talk about the expansion was the accountant Yeah. so we didn't have an accountant when we set the business up so I was doing the checks you remember and there's, I'm sure there's Lord mistakes help us. And, yeah Lord help us <laughs> you've made lots of profit yeah, this month no, like, not. so I was doing the profit and loss and it lost it it was as basic as these are outgoings this is the checks we've received in, this is how much money I think we've made. And then it got to a point where I'm, our dad was like, you need an accountant now, Lewis is your accountant. And I was like, okay. And we didn't want to bring him in because I think at the time that person was on five or 6,000 dirhams a month or whatever, maybe for a really high qualified accountant. And to us, it's a lot of money, wasn't it? When, yeah. you, when you were starting a business, it still is a lot of money. But what, what made us do that, because when you set up a business, money, money can be tight for anyone. Yeah. And it's that bravery of thinking, is this the right time to do it and can we pay for it? Yeah. I mean, someone asked, someone asked me a question today, when's the right time to take the big leap? And I don't think there is a right time. No. Because if the market at the moment in Dubai is booming. Yeah. But if I open a state agency now, I think it would fail because there are so many booming agencies out there that people are going to with the marketing spends that we ended up opening our business in a, in a, in a, in a, a downward trend. And we really caught the wave at the right time. So I just don't think there's a right time. I think when you're launching a business, it, it's got to be just the right people, isn't it? So that, that's what makes a business the hunger and everything else that comes with it. So with, with expanding, you touch on people, you know, expansion comes with growing headcounts. Yeah. I think that we, start, we said at the start of the podcast, two people, we're now 320. What is the key in making sure not offices are just full, but the business grows with getting the right people in place. You know, what's the what's the art behind that? Ensuring you're getting the best people in the, in the jobs. So when I've looked at our business as a whole to take the people out of the equation, and I, as Lewis, have looked at it, I said, okay, fine, what is it I think that, that we need? And obviously then we would discuss how we would move that forward and what ideas you had. Mine would always be anything that we, we, we send external, we've always brought internal. Mm-hmm. So we work with a mortgage company for years, and then we said, actually, we can start our own mortgage company. Because we worked out honestly, how much money they were making, how much money we were being paid, and thought, wow, we can bring this in-house. Then we brought our in-house conveyancing team. I think at the time we were working with a very good lady um, that was looking after our after after sales, and we started to work out how much money we were paying her. And I remember at one point we were looking at buying her company, and then we made a decision, like, hang on a minute, we'll just bring that in-house. And yeah. we've done the same thing with foreign currency, uh, we've just done the same thing with maintenance. Maintenance is another division we've just opened uh, where we know we're spending millions of dirhams every year on fixing other people's houses and using different contractors. Now we're doing that in-house. So, you know, the key for what I think we do is, you said before about touch points. Touch points, we, wherever people's lives are in property, whether that's moving in the house, getting their mortgage, they've got a problem with the house, they want to sell it, we want to be that company that is part of that life experience. Not to mention finding people jobs as well. Yeah, of course. So whether it's buying, renting, selling, mortgages, we can also help you find a job as well with also also recruitment. Yeah. And I think for me, that day-to-day cycle of people's lives, so we could be involved in that in any aspect. Perfect, absolutely perfect. What was your biggest fear? When we're going through the expansions that we've gone through, Obviously, what is one thing when you said, okay, we're going to put the money on the table, we're going to go to the next level somewhere unseen of, what is your biggest fear? Is it, is it going to work? Is it going to work? And I think sometimes, 
I, I always know we're going to we'll, we'll do well. I know there's a feeling in my body. You know, I'm not sure everyone has that, but you know, because you're spending so much money on a fit out and a gamble of making sure can we fill the offices? Do we have positions for people? It's just a fear of how long will this take? Yeah. I think the the, the, the biggest thing that hit home for me is when we we opened up all the offices. We opened three offices in the space of the year. Our main office, our head office in business tower, um, empty, business space, right? was, was practically empty. Yeah. And, you know, for a good three, four, five months, it was like, wow, this is a bit, you know, have we done the right thing? It's a bit daunting. And Do you know what my biggest fear was for me? It was breaking up the personalities that we had because you had the biggest hitters. In, so you had like your Darren Murphys and your Rob Kemptons, then you had your Jamal Tuzganis and your Ryan Hudsons. They're all together. And, you know, even like people, we've got people who've been five, six, seven years, like Adam Webbers, and they've been around the business a long time and they're loud and they're brash and they're all part of what the DNA of the business is. And my biggest fear was when we broke it up, oh my God, we broke up the DNA of the business. But what we actually done is put leaders in place who understood the DNA of the business and they've created their own business within the business again. Yeah. So that was my biggest fear is breaking up the A team effectively and not having the same effect. What are the negatives of for expanding a business? In terms of what we've done, the biggest negative I've come across for me personally is that when you go over 100 people, um, it's very hard to speak to everybody. It's very hard to know everyone's name, if I'm honest with you, when you've got 320 people, new people start. I have the worst memory on planet Earth <laughs> as well. People tell me their name and I just nod at them and go, okay. And then I've got to, you've really got to make an effort. And if I go back to, you know, six, seven, eight years ago, I would sit down with the sales team. I would know everyone's deals. I would know every transaction. I'd be the person to give the solution. But they've hired people like managing directors and operations, and you have to let them become the voices. And then the people below them are their sales managers. And all of a sudden, as a CEO, your job role day to day is a lot less um, a lot less involved. They're more about big decisions and direction the company's going. And the trade-off of that is, unfortunately, you're no longer... Uh, the go-to guy. You're no longer the one that, that people want to go to brunch or dinner with you with or call you for a night out because you're now the CEO of a big company or not the guy on the on the dance floor. Yeah, I said it very early on. I think in the management team side of things, I said, said when you're in that 190 to 100 size company, you have this locker room uh, camaraderie where you know everyone's in it together and, and that, that was our biggest strength in the early days. Yeah, definitely. You know, having that such closeness but I think we have found it hard as the business has grown that it's impossible to for that to carry on because yeah. you've got to you've got to rely on your 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 leaders of your offices to have their own locker rooms. Yeah. Um, and I think that's probably you're right. Probably one of the biggest adjustments. But in terms of moving forward and seeing what you know what the future holds for us up and also with expansion, what what do you see? I've set a target. I mean, I know how many agents Foxtons have. They have one thousand and nineteen. Last time I checked. That is where I would like to go to over a five-year period. Yeah. I don't think it's impossible. I think the main thing is to, to do this. You need to be able to facilitate the leads, yeah. facilitate the listings, facilitate the space for them to work in. Um, but, you know, that is my long-term goal. I'd like a four-digit employee force of property, and that can be from maintenance, mortgages, even recruitment. All these different visions that we've got really really taking over the industry I mean look the touch points we talked about you know I've openly said to you it's not a very profitable business for us but I think it'd be handy one to have a removals business mm -hmm. um, is it going to make us a lot of money no but do I think it's going to improve the customer service experience if someone's moved in do you want this and offering a package to, to use our services yeah I do um, so 
Yeah, a thousand people working with an all sub and all sub by twenty twenty six. Like it. For me, I when people say all sub and all sub, I don't want to just think real estate. Real estate plays a huge part. I won't always play a huge part, but I want all sub and all sub to have that familiarity where they are involved, we are involved in lots of different things, whether it's recruitment, whether it's removals, whether it's real estate, whether it's So you're gonna be like either Gargash or for team, like conversion. Why not? Why I not? like it. Why not? Why not? The thing is to me is is, and I, I you know I do take a lot from you over the years. Why think small? You know, and that's if anyone running a business or expanding a business, dream big. You know, you'll be far less disappointed by reaching slightly you know lower than your your ambitions than you know having low targets and yeah. and not reaching in the first place. So be ambitious, be bold, be brave. Well, it, as we say, what's the worst thing now? The worst thing that happens is you lose your fit out, but you took that risk anyway in the expansion side of things or the employee side of things that there's always going to be a risk but you've got to mitigate that risk with I always say when you're launching a company it's also a calculated risk like we would never have succeeded in real estate if we didn't wasn't good at it no you know what I mean you, there's got to be a calculated risk when you're expanding well that's the thing like what if for someone's not in real estate and running a business possible when but when will they know when it's the right time to expand because you have a feeling don't you I think I think you, you have your feeling, but also you look at your profitability. Yeah, um, you've got to look at okay, fine. I know people that are going through it at the moment. You're making five, ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dirhams, and you, then you go to twenty-five and thirty and forty. At some point, you've got to know I can't take that money myself. I reinvest that. And a lot of businesses don't reinvest the money. They lit. I've seen estate agencies in Dubai, ten years, the same offices, same everything, and they're just taking the money and not reinvesting it, which is not helping the people that work in their business. So. I think you've got to know from your P&Ls and then you make a decision that you want to do it because not a lot of people want to do it. Maybe they just want to, you know, get a salary. And people setting up business. businesses there and expanding. When I, when I talk to people who join the business or people in general about business, people are quite surprised to know that the first six, seven years, maybe a little bit more than that, Lewis and I didn't take a penny from the company. I remember we, I was paid 5,000 dirhams from the company for the first six months, took nothing. Yeah. Because I, I, I had money to live on and I was like, oh, we need the money. After six months, um, I was paying myself 5,000 dirhams and you were paying yourself 5,000 dirhams. I remember we were writing checks to agents for 10 times that amount of money and we were just collecting our 5,000 dirhams every single month. And no one knew that. They just thought, oh, these guys are CEOs. And people think the CEO or COO uh, is just a cool job, but it's not actually a cool job. It's a difficult job, especially yeah. when you're expanding the sacrifice you've got to go through. But seven years, we're not earning any significant money from the business. And then as the business grows, expanding, but, you know, being in that role is quite a lonely place, isn't it? Yeah. And and, and the bigger you, the bigger the business expands, expect it to be a lonelier environment. Yeah. You know where, you, you know, I don't know that locker room feeling goes away, but your decisions you got to make up are going to get more significant and more tougher. But it, I look at it as a business. That's what it is. It's not. This is a business about making everyone else money, making people better, and making the business money. And if you have that mentality, then you accept that there's going to be caveats along the way. Yeah. Any of the top tips for people out there, whether starting out or in their midway through their, their time in the business, where you think, do you know what? I would do this differently, or this is what I would do if I were you. No, I think two things. I think my two tips I give. First of all, sometimes it isn't for everybody. Running a company isn't for everybody. Yeah. You've got to be thick-skinned. You can't be emotional. You're going to get screwed over. You're going to lose money. It, all these things are going to happen to you. And then it's how you react to that. Some people take it home and they have 
you know, sad thoughts about it. I think this isn't for me. If you have that mentality, you're not meant to be a CEO. It's as simple as that. And I think I read a quote recently from Elon Musk saying something along the lines of, um, I can't remember what it said, but it was just like, you need, to, you need to be a leader effectively. You can't be the guy that asks people what to do. You know, in a business, people are looking for you to make massive decisions on, on the business. Um, and other than that, to be honest with you, you have to be willing to put the effort in. People think that getting the cars and the houses and the watches and the lifestyle and the holidays, that's, that's the, the cool bit. People don't see the stress, the anxiety, the sleepless nights you go through when you start a business to get it up and running. I said last week, people only see the destination. Yeah. They don't see the journey. They don't see what, what, what happens. And anyone running a business, they'll know it's stressful, it's long hours. Thankless. It, it is thankless. Um, and I think the, the, any advice I can give is be patient because, you know, nothing that you get what happens overnight. It does take a long, long time running a business. But also trust the process as well. It's such a cliche saying, but, you know, if you have some, if you know what it takes to, to be successful in your, your industry or your business, keep doing it. Don't look for different answers. If you keep doing the same thing and you know it works, at some point there'll be a breakthrough moment where you think what I'm doing is working and that is when the time that is when the time you'll know this is the time to expand yeah agreed on that note that's us this week talking about expansion yeah some of our personal thoughts feel free to drop me or Lewis a line to ask any questions slide into our DMs slide into our DMs happy to answer any questions and until next week cheers guys see you soon bye (laughs) 